You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 540, The Superboy Chronicles, Menace of the Mind's Eye. And welcome to episode 540 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I am Paul French, and as often happens on long weekends, and for those of us in uh, in Ontario, Canada, it is uh, Family Day, and I believe for those of you south of the border, it is President's Day. Ain't that a fun thing these days? All right. So anyway, um, <clears throat> so as as a result, I am long weekend lad. Yes, that's what it is. Long weekend lad. I think that's much better. All right. So um, that means I'm going to be doing an issue of Superboy. So I'm going to kind of get right to it because I, you know, I could look up some Legion news, but the reality is, is I kind of like discussing that with uh, with my brothers in the in the subs. So that can wait till next week, right? Right. Okay. We're all we're all on the same page here, I think. All right. So we're going to get to Superboy issue number thirty six. And that came out um, in December of 19... Uh, well, it covered date uh, December 1982, so probably somewhere around September, October-ish. So it has a cover uh, from Rich Buckler and Dick Giordano, uh, which has Superboy essentially flying uh, as a bunch of eyes sort of emblazoned in lightning uh, blast at him. And uh, so there we go. Um, all right, so uh, uh, splash page, we have a bunch of... Uh, Kids in a trance, basically, and um, they are, and and out of the midst of them, flies a dude in a green suit. Kind of looks like he could be one of the teachers at uh, Smallville High, and um, he seems to uh, be taking on Superboy. Uh, that's that's the way it looks. Anyway, so um, uh, it's uh, he says you can struggle all you want, Superboy, for all the good it'll do you. You'll soon learn that William Wright can defeat you as easily as thought. Ha ha ha. So, how often has the Teen of Steel fought super-powerful villains from Earth and beyond? Often enough, you would think. So we shouldn't be surprised by anything. But that was before meek little William Wright came to Smallville, and he would be the first to admit that he hardly looks the part of the supervillain, but looks can be deceiving, especially when dealing with the menace of the mind's eye. And this one is brought to us by writer Paul Kupperberg, artist Kurt Schaffenberger, letterer Adam Kubert, yes, that Adam Kubert, uh, colorist Jerry Serpy and editor Julius Schwartz. First light of day finds Superboy far from home in the coal mining co- country of West Virginia, to be precise. Um, so he uh, is, he's heard his super hearing has uh, heard the sound of a mine cave in, and he looks and he sees the miners uh, trapped in there, but they haven't got much much air left. So he says, "This looks like a job for you know who," and he drills through uh, another section of uh, rock, and uh, the guys are down there saying, "Forget it, Ben. You ain't never gonna dig us out of here before our air gives out." And he says, "Maybe not, but I gotta try. I can't just lay down and die without putting up a fight. Still, the air is getting a mite thick, huh? Land of Goshen, Ben. Land of Goshen. I don't know. Uh, am I going crazy, or do I hear drilling equipment coming this way?" No, nah, it ain't possible. Nothing can get to us this fast. And he says, you tell that to what is coming this way. Whoever, actually, the mysterious digging machine is none other, none other than Superboy. So they're all pleased uh, and excited. And uh, so he uh, puts them in the mine elevator. And um, and then he carries it um, 
uh, to safety through uh, the hole that he just dug. Uh, so he says, um, you know, get, let's get out of here on the express elevator going up. Next stop, fresh air, friends and family and safety. So off he goes back to 321 Maple Street in Smallville and uh, Ma is yelling up the stairs for him, uh, asking, telling him to get down quick for, before his breakfast gets cold. He comes in from downstairs, uh, having entered the house through his secret tunnel and uh, there's flapjacks. And so he explains about dealing with the cave-in and, uh, and Ma marvels at the fact that he is uh, saying this is just, just so casually. You know, I saved a bunch of people out of a mine. Um, he says, I'm just happy I'm around to do these things, Ma, and still have time to make it back home for one of your breakfasts before school. That's the best part about having super speed. Uh, so off he goes to, uh, to school, and, um, and so he gets there, and Lana is walking down the hall with Bash Bashford. Um, the unfortunately named Bash Bashford. And uh, and so he says, oh, good morning, Lana. And Bash, he thinks to himself, ah, I suppose there are worse ways to begin the day than with Bash Bashford bagging me, uh, bagging me, ragging me, although I can't think of any offhand. Hiya, Kent, you're looking chipper this morning, he says, and smacks him on the back. And uh, so that, you know, he's like, oof, I was at any rate. Lana says, please, Bash, why don't you grow up? And he says, what? I ruin my reputation? Never. <clears throat> Says, besides, Clark and I are buddies. He doesn't mind, do you, buddy? Well, see, I even brought a little surprise. Sneezing powder. Whoosh. Oh, no. Normally, I'd hate to do this to anyone, but if anyone does deserve it, it's Bash. So in order to give him a taste of his own medicine, I also have to give him what he wants, a sneeze. And he sneezes and blows the sneezing powder back in, out of the little, little snuff box back into Bash's face. And, um, <clears throat> and he says, uh, it's impossible. Achoo, achoo. Gosh, Bash, I'm sorry. I guess I'm more allergic to that stuff than most people. And he keeps sneezing, and uh, Lana says, Ha, hope you got a hanky, Bash. Let's go, Clark. We don't want to be late for class. So they get into class, and she says, We got something special planned for today's students. Instead of our regular classwork, we're going to take an unusual test. Oh, no. But we didn't study, Mrs. Marple. I like that, Mrs. Marple. Um, and, I, and I'm sure that Murray is enjoying that right now as he heard that. She says, don't worry, class, it's not that kind of test. The man who was going to administer, let them, I'll let the man who was going to administer the test explain it to you, Mr. William Wright. He says, hello, as Mrs. Marple said, this isn't a regular exam. Rather, it's a special one of my own devising, designed not only to test your knowledge of, uh, or not to test your knowledge of a specific sub subject, but to measure certain other more general abilities. Actually, there are, really are no wrong answers on this test, just your interpretations of the questions. So just do your best. You'll have one hour in which to complete it starting now. One hour, huh, thinks Clark. I could finish this up in one second, but that might make certain people suspicious. So I'll just have to plod through it like any other student. Phew, that was some weird test, Clark. It's hard to figure what he wanted us to do. I know what you mean, Pete, but like the man said, we're just supposed to give our interpretation of the answers. Excuse me, sir, when will we know the results of the exam? And he says, in a few days after I grade them, everyone will know. He says, I don't know why, but I feel this way, but I don't trust that man in his strange test. It's not like any I've ever seen before. Meanwhile, Bash is still in the background sneezing. Um, uh, he says, I can't imagine what he hopes to find out about us from those questions. It's not like they measure intelligence or knowledge. Uh, well, I'm off to my history class. See you later, Clark. What? Oh, right, Pete. Maybe a little x-ray vision eavesdropping will give me some hint. Then again, maybe not. According to his identification, Mr. Wright is exactly who he says he is. <clears throat> oh, well, so much for my suspicious mind. I'll just have to wait until he tells us what the surprise test was all about. And there's Bash again. Achoo! Bless you, Bash. 
Um, after the day's uh, uh, schoolwork, uh, out to the uh, field they go, and uh, Clark says, I don't think this is such a good idea, Pete. You know I've never been real swift at sports. Relax, Clark. It's just a friendly game of touch football with the guys. Nothing to worry about. Maybe not for you, but after that business with the sneezing powder this morning, I bet Bash would rather tackle than touch me. Ah, oh, come on, Clark. Bash won't hurt you. Not that he could, thinks Pete. Even if he wanted to, considering that beneath the meek act of my best friend is a tough reality. One by the name of Superboy. Ever since that night we went camping and I accidentally saw Clark switch to his super self, I've kept it a secret from everybody. Thank, welcome, exposition lad. Everyone take a drink. Uh, especially Clark. He'd worry about me if he knew I knew his secret. Still, it makes it real weird to see him protect his identity by acting this way. Well, well, well. Looky who came to play with the big kids. Hiya, Clark. Catch. Uh, hi. Oops. Real smooth, Ace. I can see you're a natural. All right, you guys. Let's get this game started. We know our teams, right? Loosen up, Clark. You'll have fun. You'll see. And that's the way to go, guys. Let's show these losers who's boss here. To tell the truth, this isn't too bad, thinks Clark. I don't get to spend much time at all with the other kids. Maybe I shouldn't over-worry about somebody stumbling onto my secret identity. I mean, it's not as if anybody is really going to suspect I'm Superboy. I must be the least likely candidate for that of anyone in Smallville. Doesn't mean I don't have to be careful, but too much caution has left me out of a lot of fun up to now. It's time that changed. Okay, gang, here's the plan, says Pete. I'll hand off the ball to Clark, and he can take it downfield for a touchdown. M me and, the other, and one of the other guys says, do you, uh, Roger says, do you think that's a, such a good idea, Pete? Of course it is, Roger. I'm sure of it, thinks Pete. Not even Dash will be able to tag out Superboy. Chuckle. And uh, Clark says, I guess you know what you're doing, Pete. Still, I haven't played the game much, you know. And he says, heck, I've got confidence in you, Clark. I get the feeling you'll be Superboy. <laughs> Pete's getting a little cute with it. Uh, and so, off they go. They get into the... Um, thing where they line up along the line i only watch a little bit of football every year so some of these things are lost on me scrimmage maybe um anyway they're into they're into their formation and he says okay team ready ready as i'll ever be pete lighten up ken nobody's gonna hurt you much so the game starts in the most unlikely football star is about to make his debut Unlikely, that is, if we were to accept just his outward appearance. Well, people may never compare Clark Kent with Gail Sayers, but let's see if I can do a little rushing of my own. I need to do a fact check on whether or not uh, um, that's uh, an incongruous uh, reference, uh, because, of course, this takes place in the late 60s. And um, so, uh, but was written in the early 80s. So there's about a 12-year uh, difference here. So let's just see. So Gail Sayers um, was active in, oh, yeah, yeah, 65 uh, NFL draft, uh, round one, pick number four. And uh, so, yes, totally legit. And, of course, played with the uh, Chicago Bears from 1965 to 1971. Welcome to Bears cast. So uh, off he goes to Rush. He says, within the limit of Clark's non-super abilities, that is. Hey, no fair, Pete. Whoever thought you'd hand off to him? He says, well, what do you know? I'm actually doing it without using uh, my superpowers. Hmm. Maybe uh, Clark doesn't have to be such a klutz after all. Oof. And he trips. He says, on the other hand, oh, well, he thinks, I, I guess I'm forever destined to play the local klutz no matter what I do. Kent, you take the cake, even if you do end up falling face first into it. Ha ha. 
But as the game continues, we see Mr. Wright uh, hiding behind the trees, and he comes out from the trees. He sa- he's thinking to himself, I thought I'd find several of them, he- of them here now. Excellent. No need to delay, then. I've waited a long time for this. Hey, excuse me, young gentleman. May I have a moment of your time? It's that guy who gave us the weirdo test. Sure thing, Mr. Wright. Uh, have you finished grading our exams already? Indeed I have, and I am so excited by the results. I simply couldn't wait for school hours tomorrow to he- seek out the high scores. Any of you, uh, by chance, Mr. Ross, Griffin, Bashford? Me? Oh, wow. Also, Mrs. Jones, Wilder, Howard, I'd like to talk to you all, so if you'll come with me, please. See you later, Kent, because I noticed you didn't make it into the winner's circle on this test. Chuckle. So he thinks to himself, well, so much for my fo- football career. Strange, though. I'm getting that same bad feeling about Mr. Wright and his test as before. Or could it be I'm just jealous because I wasn't one of the high scorers? Clark shrugs and makes his way home. And so later on, he goes out on his patrol and um, he sees um, lights on at the bank. And he says, no one should be looking around the ba- lurking around the bank at this hour unless he's planning an unauthorized withdrawal. So he flies in to check and it's Mr. Wallach, the banker. He says, what are you doing here at this hour? Why, I, I, is there something the matter, sir? I have to open the bank. Great stars, thinks uh, Superboy. He looks like he's been hypnotized or something. It's late, Mr. Wallach. Shouldn't you shouldn't be here? Why don't you go home? He looks like he doesn't even hear me. Something fishy about this. He's acting like it was the beginning of his regular business day instead of the end. What's going on here? And Mr. Wright comes in. Nothing, Superboy, except Mr. Wallach was kind enough to reopen his bank to facilitate my making a special withdrawal. Mr. Wright, I have to pretend I don't know him. Sorry, sir, but Mr. Wallach is in no condition to do anything right now. You'd better wait till morning. Nonsense. The banker is fine, and to prove this is on the up and up, I brought Police Chief Parker along with me. Huh? Weirder and weirder. Chief Parker looks as spaced out as Wallach. What kind of hold does Wright have over them? I think you'd better hold off, sir, until I find out what's going on here. And he says, how do you propose to stop me, Superboy? I can't imagine you can. So he go- Superboy lunges at him, and he gets out of the way, you know, obviously super fast. He says, huh, I missed you. I missed him. He says, of course you did. You're utterly powerless to do anything to me. And he keeps trying, but he keeps, like, running into other stuff. Like, he runs into the marble banker counter and breaks that. And uh, and then, uh, meanwhile, uh, the banker fills up uh, Mr. Wright's briefcase, and off he goes, you know, like, money sticking out of it the whole bit. Well, goodbye, Superboy. Oh, and by the way, I don't believe you want to follow me. Right again. I've no desire whatsoever to go after him. It's even though he's obviously just pulled off some sort of bizarre bank robbery. Wait, what am I thinking? Of course I want to chase him. He's a crook, isn't he? I can't let that thief take off with his loot. And he gets outside and he sees a bunch of his classmates um, standing around him, holding hands in a circle. And there's Mr. Wright in the middle. And he says, I thought you'd have given up by now, Superboy. I told you you can't stop me. Nobody can. So sorry, I never take the word of a crook. As a teacher, I applaud initiative in teenagers. But should you not realize the futility of your actions, I believe I will be forced to beat you to a pulp. Clap, clap, clap. And they all have eye beams that zap him. And he comes up with some sort of energy field around him. And he, and he says, you're welcome to try. Superboy says, you're welcome to try, mister. He says, oh, I'll do more than that. Indeed, I would imagine I'm even stronger than you. You're flying? Of course, so we can settle this in the air. Surprise, Superboy? Who would ever think that a middle-aged science teacher could punch out Superboy? And he's doing so. And he says, but I'm full of surprises tonight and from now on. You're no match for me, Superboy. Nobody is. And then he grabs him by the cape and starts swinging him around. Don't struggle, you'll only hurt yourself. You see, I've recently discovered some very unusual abilities within myself. Abilities these school kids are helping me use. It all has to do with confidence, Superboy. 
and an unshakable belief that I can do absolutely anything I set my mind to, even defeating you, the former most powerful being in the world. And he throws him against a wall, smashes a wall. He says, I pr really prefer not to hurt you, but I feel there was a genuine need to prove my newfound powers to you. I've grown tired of people ordering me around. William Wright is no one's flunky, but now I believe it's time to end this fight. No doubt you've learned your lesson and will not interfere with me in the future. Farewell for now, Superboy. Come along, students. He won't be troubling us further. Ah, uh, yes, so that's the end of the, the story in that issue. But, of course, I have the power to get the next issue because, of course, these aren't frequent enough that um, that we can, uh, you know, make this stuff uh, wait. So, the next issue, issue number 37, The New Adventures of Superboy, um, and it is Brain vs. Braun, the prize, Superboy's best friend. And the uh, cover is by Ross Andrew and Mike DiCarlo. Um, inside, again, the story is uh, writer Paul Kupperberg, artist Kurt Schaffenberger, letterer Adam Kubert, colorist Jerry Serpe, editor Julius Schwartz. And on the splash page, we see uh, now he's on like a little mound in between, in, in the midst of all the students. And I, he says, you think you're so powerful, Superboy? But that was before William Wright came to Smallville. I mean, I look like much. Oh, here we go. But I'm stronger than you will ever be. Yeah, see? Now, do you expect to deny? How do you expect me to deny me when with but a thought I can make even the moon stop dead in its path? Great Krypton, he's right. And if I can't break his hold over me and get the moon moving in its orbit again, Earth could be doomed. There you go. And the, uh, I like this, the title is, of course, Right Makes Might. So um, we see everybody in Smallville, um, you know, nice, usual uh, uh, Saturday autumn afternoon, everyone wandering around, um, and uh, all of a sudden they see him come in like the Pied Piper with all the students uh, uh, holding hands, walking behind him. Um, my, my, the streets certainly are congested today, and the crowds are why, are why I left the big city. I do believe I'd like to see everybody get off the street. And he does a little zap, and everybody gets off the street. Um, so they go into wherever they can, and a bunch of them go into Kent's general store. And Jonathan sees this, and he says, Well, now, business has certainly picked up all of a sudden. I'll be right with you folks. You were first in line, Mrs. Taylor. What can I get you? Get get for you? Why, why nothing, Jonathan. In fact, I don't rightly know what even possessed me to come in here, except that man told us to get off the street. That's ridiculous, Mrs. Taylor. Why on earth would you want to listen to anybody who, uh, Jehoshaphat? Something's preventing me from leaving the store. And uh, Clark comes in with a box, a big box case of crunchies, and uh, he says, "What's all the ruckus about, Pa? You're not going to believe this, Clark. But there's somehow a man. Uh, there's, but somehow there's a man out there preventing us from going outside. What is he back already?" That's him, all right, and he's still got my school chums under his power. You mean you've met this character before? Sure have, Pa. I didn't want to tell you and Ma about him because I didn't want you to worry until I knew what was going on. His name is William Wright, and he's a school teacher. He came to my class yesterday, said he wanted to give us all a special test. Next time I saw him, he got a bunch of them together, saying he wanted to talk about their scores on the test. Then he showed up again last night with all those kids in tow like they were hypnotized and robbed the Smallville Bank. This is, this is a, a, a much better recap. Um, why didn't you try to stop him? I tried, Pa, but the little man's got some big power. He practically beat me into the ground. How could he do that to you, Superboy? I wish I knew, Pa, as he starts changing into Superboy. I was looking for him afterwards, but he disappeared along with my friends. I didn't think I'd seen the last of him, though, and I was right. He's up to something, and I want to know what and how he's done it. Sounds dangerous, son. Are you sure you can handle it? He says, I don't have much choice. Gotta do what I gotta do. So off he goes, um, looking for them, and, uh... Uh, Jonathan thinks, I know he's the most powerful being on Earth, but every time he races off to face a new menace, I can't help but worry. He may be super, but he's still a boy. My boy. Um, so, um, 
uh, Mr. Wright is out there and he's uh, thinking, and he says to the guy, the haberdashery, he says, I do believe I'd like you to outfit me with the nicest suits you've got in your establishment, sir. You don't mind, do you? No, sir. He might not mind, mister, but only because you haven't given him any, given him any choice, but I sure do. Ah, Superboy, I was wondering when you'd put in another appearance. Uh, oh, and there's um, an ad for the Magic Snake. I don't know if you remember these, along with kind of the uh, Rubik's Cube. Uh, they have like the Missing Link um, and also the Magic Snake, um, which is kind of more of a thing that you you know you could do the puzzle, but uh, but it was also about you know constructing things out of it, you know by by bending and turning the little uh, triangular segments, and it was available at Sears. <laughs> so that takes you back, huh? Um, all right. All it took was uh, your showing up, and I don't think I'm ever going to let you use your power again. Uh, power on me again. And he says, I appreciate your confidence, uh, Superboy, even though it is misguided. You see, I don't think you can do anything to prevent me. Great stars, I can't. All of a sudden, I can't move. So see what I tell you. You're good, Superboy. Very good. That's why I chose Smallville to make my debut. I wanted you to be my first foe, because once I defeat you, the whole world will know that William Wright is unbeatable. And Superboy says, I'm not defeated yet. Ah, but you are, as I'll demonstrate. I believe I shall hurl this vehicle at you. And he picks up a car and throws it at him. And, um, and Superboy's thinking, I don't believe this is actually happening. That man is doing the impossible. Somehow my friends have been made a part of his scream, his scheme. They must be a vital link in his power. He talks to Pete, says, Pete, talk to me, pal. What's he done for you? He can't answer you, Superboy. None of them can. They're all under my power, as you should have deduced by now. Indeed, they are the very source of that power. Let them go, right? Or so help me. If it's the last thing I do, I'll... Huh? It may very well be. Now, do as do believe what I, you want. I do believe you want to hear what I have to say. These young men and women are the ones I have to thank for my remarkable abilities. Some time ago, I discovered I possessed on a low level the power to get virtually anything I wanted, provided I believed in it strongly enough. Alas, my own will was not sufficient to make this reality all that often. However, I postulated that were I somewhere... Uh, he's got a mustache, and he's not even twirling it. Um... I postulate that if I were uh, somehow able to reinforce my own will with the will of others, that that ability, ability would be greatly enhanced. What, but how to do this? Well, I sat down and began studying the human mind, seeking out those certain qualities I needed or needed in the minds I, I sought. Eventually, I found all I needed to know and devised a series of questions designed to uncover the, those qualities in others. In addition, I noticed that teenagers were more pro, prone to possess what I needed than, than older people. Smallville High was a veritable gold mine of such minds. I gathered together all the students who fit the desired profile, and through a process I still don't quite understand, I took complete control of them. Right, you're some kind of creep. Now, now, no name-calling, Superboy. As you have seen, it would only it, it would not do to anger me. Oh, he practically Bixby's him. You know, uh, don't make me angry, Superboy. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. I can see it. Anyway, with the combined willpowers of these youngsters to augment my own, I now find myself to be virtually without peer as a superhuman. Take that as a warning, Superboy. I've no desire to dispose of you, but believe me when I say that I shall, should you interfere with me again. Um, so uh, he says, I can move now. That's good for me. But definitely a mistake on your part, right? You know I can't let you just walk off to do what you, what you want with these people as your pawns. No, I don't believe you. didn't believe you would, though I did hope to see reason and accept defeat gracefully. I suppose that's what makes you the hero you are. And you are all mo the more a fool for that. I thought by now you'd see that all I need to do to is believe you cannot stop me. Believe I am by far the stronger of us in this confrontation. And no, you cannot beat me in... Ugh. 
You're not the only one in this fight with any willpower, mister. And unlike you, I don't have to rely on anyone else for mine. And uh, Superboy starts, uh, you know, uh, cracking him a good one and hurls him into the wall and, and shatters the wall. And he, and he says, you want, you say you're strong. Let's see how, just how strong. And, uh, and, um, Wright says, oh, you shall rue asking that of me, Superboy, provided you survive, and I believe you shall not. And they, you know, unstoppable force meets a movable object, and kawam, take a drink, it's close enough. Uh, he goes back into a wall, and, you know, basically lots of damage. Uh, Smallville rocks from the impact, and from behind every window and door, the concerned populace watches as its hero falls before William Wright. But none is more concerned than Pete Ross, and Pete's standing there in his hypnotized state, and he says, can barely think straight. Whatever Wright's done to us is too powerful to fight. But what good does fighting it do if even Superboy is powerless? Enough, Superboy, says Wright, as he stands over uh, over the... Uh, downed Superboy. Uh, he says, you've been properly humiliated before everybody. Next time we meet, I trust you shall do the proper thing and accept me for what I am, your master. So later on, uh, he wakes up uh, on the couch in at 321 Maple Street and, uh, um, you know, just checking him and finally wakes up and they said, oh, Clark, thank goodness, you're finally awake. We were so worried. He says, you came home yourself, sir. After Wright left, you were barely able to fly, but you did, secretly making it this far before you passed out. Wow, that was some shot he hit me. But I can't stay here. I've got to go back out after Wright. With his power, there's no telling what he could do. Hold your horses, son. You're in no shape to jump right back into the ring with him. Um, and so he says, that fellow's too powerful for you to keep tackling the way you've been going about it. All he's got to do is think something and it becomes reality. How do you expect to defeat him if all you're doing is trading punches? He says, but what else can I do, Pop? Got to fight fire with fire. He says, then you're going at it all wrong. Remember, it's his belief in himself that gives him his power. I'm not sure when he figured this part of it out because, you know, he wasn't there. Um, and Superboy didn't tell him because we've been here since uh, Superboy um, woke up. So anyway. Um, maybe he talked in his sleep. All right, so um, he says, of course, Pa, you're an absolute genius. Right can be stopped, but only by himself. That's when I could suddenly you, you'd catch on. All you had to do was use your head. You mean all I had to do was yours, use yours, Pa? You cued me into what you've got to do. So here's an interesting dichotomy, because, of course, uh, uh, Superboy's getting uh, his tip on how to uh, how to beat Wright from someone of the older generation, where uh, whereas um, Wright is stealing all his power from the younger generation. Don't know if that was intentional, but it's a neat, uh, neat sort of fold over, um, uh, you know, a neat little, little bit of story logic. Um, anyway, so now we have that little tiny mound... Um, that he that William Wright is on with the kids all sitting around it. And he says, look at those fools in town, serenely sitting down to dinner, never realizing that before they get to dessert, they will be under my power. I've experimented with my newfound abilities long enough. The time has come to put them to the use I always intended. When And now he starts talking. When William Wright will become master rather than the lackey everyone has always treated me as. Yes, I believe the time has come. Believe all you want, mister comes a voice and there's Superboy he says for all the good it's going to do you Superboy how much punishment does it take before you realize you've met your match oh can it right says Superboy you don't impress me in the least with that power gibberish and Wright says, you're trying to rattle me with your words, but it won't work. I am power incarnate. What I wish is so. If my early, earlier victories over you were not enough to prove that, then this will. I believe that the moon will cease its travels around the earth. Come on, Wright. I don't know how you pulled off those stunts before, but there's no way I'm going to believe a nerd like you can stop the moon. Even if, it's, even if he just did. Rao, 
His power is greater than I thought, but I can't let him know he's been successful. You're lying. I believe I can do it, so it has happened. Right. Next, I suppose you'll be asking me to believe you can stop me again. Oh, I believe that, all right. I believe you should stop right where you are. Uh-huh, as I thought. Right, you're nothing but a phony. I can still move, see? No, it isn't possible. I do have the power. I just, I've used it on you before, and it worked. That was before, Tinkerbell, when I still believed in fairies. I don't believe there's a single thing you can do to me now. He grabs him by the shirt and holds him up, and uh, he's, yike. And as long as I, I don't believe it, it just isn't so. Now stop bothering me. I want to talk to my friends. Not to mention put an end to this as soon as possible, he thinks. If I don't get the moon moving again, I don't want to think of, I'd hate to think of what disastrous effect it'll have on Earth. And he drops right to the ground. He says, besides, as soon as Wright thinks to start using his power on something besides me, I'm in trouble. Pete, Pete Ross, can you hear me? Can you hear me, pal? You don't have to listen to Wright anymore. Fight it, Pete. And he, Pete thinks, I want to, but can't fight his willpower. I've been trying as hard as I can. Help us, Superboy. His power's got something to do with all have, you're all having to stay in physical contact with one another, doesn't it? Maybe I can break that contact. Wright's hold on you will also be broken. No, do not allow him to break the chain. Maintain contact at all costs. Uh-oh, this could be bad news for Pete. The commands he's receiving from Wright contradict what he's doing, as if he were mentally struggling to help me all along. But Ray'll help him. That conflict could shatter his mind. Hold on. I believe you, I believe you cannot break contact. I believe. Stop it, Wright. You're tearing him apart. Ah, uh, what do I care for this fool? Either he does as I command, or he shall die opposing me. Pete, listen to me, buddy. You gotta hang on. You can't let him win. You understand me, Pete? <clears throat> he only knows what I tell him. I am his mind. I am his will. Get it, William, right? His will. Anyway. Uh, don't do it, Pete. You can oppose him. Just think for yourself. He says, and Pete thinks, try him, old buddy. Try him, but his hold too strong. Too much. Pete Ross would scream if he could. But the pain is too great, draining any strength he might put into that scream. He would des want so desperately to do as his friend bids him, but he can't. To defy William Wright means more pain. To deny Superboy's plea means pain of another kind. The pain of total enslavement and failure. He's almost grateful. In the next instant, the decision is made for him. Forgive me for this, Pete, but it's for your own good. And he knocks him out. No, says Wright. He says, take, take him then, Superboy. Even without his will, I have still an ample amount in the remaining youngsters to defeat you. You really believe that, Wright? Or do you believe I've had enough of you? I've made my strike. I've made you've made me strike one of my best friends, almost killing him with your power. I don't believe you can hurt me, huh? He says, "Do you hear me right?" I don't believe, and he you know, flurry to the solar plexus. He says, "You're finished. Maybe you can hypnotize my friends, but when you get down to the bottom line, crack across the the, uh, the chin. You're nothing but a creep with a fancy gimmick." And right, I've fought hundreds of people with better gimmicks than yours, and won. William Wright gulps back his fear, and despite his uh, best efforts to the contrary. Believes the teen of steel's angrily snarled words, and that is his undoing. And down goes uh, William Wright. Get up, Mr. Wright. I'm not finished with you yet. But please, no more, Superboy. I can't believe I've done this. And um, because he's the man whose beliefs suddenly become reality, he quite simply and suddenly hasn't. Huh? It's over. We're free. Lana, bash. You're out of Wright's control. Thank the stars. Thanks to you, Superboy. Lana runs over and gives him a smooch. Um... I sure, uh, I, I sure, th I, I thought for sure Wright was going to win over you. How on earth were you able to defy his beliefs? Well, I realized that in order to win, I had to get Wright to stop believing in his power, and the only way to do that was show was to show him they didn't work against somebody, namely me. So I used some super self hypnosis, telling myself I didn't believe Wright's powers could affect me, affect me. 
I figured Wright wasn't the only one who had to believe in order for his powers to be effective. And if I didn't believe him, I wouldn't be susceptible to him. Pete, you okay, pal? Let me put it this way, buddy. I never thought I'd be grateful for being knocked out by Superboy. But if you hadn't, I'd hate to think what would have happened to me. It's all over now, Pete. Wright's power has ended. Even the moon is back in its proper orbit. Everything's back to normal. He says, you better believe it, buddy. Ha 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 ha. Um, yeah, so there we go. So that's the end of that one. Hey, and here's something fun I'm looking forward to for the next uh, time we do this is it looks like there's a Superman-Superboy crossover uh, with Superman 380. I'll have to see if I can f locate that issue um, before I you know, do that. But, uh, but stuff like that is always lots of fun. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, so that is that. Um, oh, yes, I do remember that one. That's a good story. Oh, yeah, yeah. Love that one. Um, all right. <clears throat> so that's uh, <clears throat> basically that's all of that. Um, comments, as always, are welcome to Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. You can join the conversation on our Facebook page, which can be found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. We are on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. In addition to those things, you can go over to our website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, where you can leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble, and we will see you all next week. <laughs>